Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm glad you could make it. Hello, hello, hello. I am Dan, your friendly fishmonger at dancefish.com. And we did it. We started the live stream precisely when we meant to and not a moment before. <laughs> Yay, the confetti. Woo! All right. All right. And not only that, but we have the microphone on. Ooh, mic might be a little hot. So I'm going to turn it down just a bit here. Hopefully that's good. If I'm blowing anyone out, let me know. So today we have a pretty special live stream. Um, it's our 200th live stream. We've been doing this for a while. That is 200 of them. Bam. So thanks to everyone that's been here for the ride. Everyone that's just found us, welcome. But some of you, some of you OGs that have been here since the beginning, um, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support over the years. Like years. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Um, when we first started, I, I think we've been doing it about three years now, roughly. Um, when we first started, it wasn't a regular thing, I don't think. I think we just did one every now and then. Um, but once we committed, we've done it every week, pretty much, uh, minus a holiday or an illness. Um, or when I was a professor, sometimes I would have uh, work commitments that I had to do. Like if we were doing a show, <laughs> I couldn't miss the show because uh, I was directing the show and you kind of have to be there for that. But besides that, we've done this every week, every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. That's 9 Eastern for years now. So thanks everyone that's been along for the ride. I really appreciate you making this possible. Um, and to celebrate that, and just because he's a great guy, Alexander Engelhart is doing something tonight that I think is pretty cool. I'm interested to see how this goes, but here's the deal. What Alexander is going to do is match any super chats that are given tonight up to $1,000, and that will be the giveaway. So at the end of all this, someone will have a chance to win up to $1,000, basically a match of all the super chats. And that will be given in the form of a dancefish.com gift certificate. So you'll have a, I'll, I'll customize a gift certificate for whatever the amount of the Super Chats is that we get today. Um, and the lucky winner will win that gift certificate. I think it's a ton of fun. Um, Alexander just approached me and volunteered that. So thank you, Alexander. Really appreciate it. And I, I think it's an exciting way to do a giveaway. Um, it's one of those things where you kind of, get out of it what you put into it, I guess. But we'll see how it goes. I have no idea how it's going to go. Right now, we're at about 65 bucks on our way. Um, so, you know, that's fine. We could do a $65 giveaway at the end, or we could do a larger one, depending on, on what goes down. Oh, <laughs> Kelly says, nay, nay, we're not doing 65 bucks. Thank you, Kelly Foreman. Let's go. Um, all right. Well, anyway, to celebrate 200 epi 200th episode. I mean, if we were if we were in television, we would have got really excited at episode 100 because that's when you can go into syndication. That's why all the sitcoms and all the shows try to get to the 100 episodes because then then they can make some real money through syndication. But then the 200 episode, that's just crazy talk uh, in that world. And um, so 200 episodes, folks, and happy holidays. Um, 
from me, from my moderators, from Alexander Englehart, and the rest of the community, I'm sure. So thanks to the Fish fam and everyone. This is going to be a ton of fun. Super chats are flying. Alexander, we're already at $392. Check this out, folks. This is unbelievable. We've been going for four minutes. And um, let me share this screen with you. And we are currently, can you see that? Let's see. It's a little funky here. There we go. $392. That is not bad. Reset that. And we wanted to, um, I wanted to do like a ticker um, where I could show the real time thing as the super chats flowed in so people could see that. But it just, uh, I, 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 I couldn't figure out how to make it happen in, in the amount of time I had. But I'll, I'll tell you every now and then where we're at. Um, so, wow, they're flying in fast and furious. To join the giveaway, though, in other words, to have the option of winning at the end of all this, um, we have a simple hashtag. If you enter hashtag Alexander Rocks. Wait, let's make it big as we can. Hang on, can I find it now? <laughs> no. That's a bad share. I'm trying to make it nice and big so everyone can see it. Anyway, right there, Alexander Rock. So that's hashtag A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R-R-O-C-K, Alexander Rocks. Um, it's not case sensitive or anything like that. This is hashtag Alexander Rocks and you will be entered to win um, up to a thousand dollar gift certificate um, later on in the stream, and we're already at almost five hundred dollars. We are at four hundred ninety one dollars and ninety two cents, and that just went up another ten bucks because House Fish just threw down a super chat. Five hundred one dollars in change. That's crazy. While everyone's entering the um, their their hashtag, and guys, it's going to be almost impossible for the mods to keep up tonight's gonna go crazy so um just double check your hashtag make sure it is alexander rocks as per <laughs> as per this right here <laughs> okay um because it's gonna be hard for the mods to correct you if you're wrong so again hashtag a l e x a n d e r r o c k s because he does um Alexander's been a huge uh, supporter for the last while. Um, I was able to meet him when I went to speak in Portland and we hit it off and um, he's helping get us to, to uh, Louisville so that we can go to the quadruple crown. It's not a triple crown, it's a quadruple crown. Um, Cichlid Association, Killifish Association, Live Bears and Rainbow Fish. Bam, four of them. And the four good ones, if you ask me. Well, NANFA would be awesome too, the Native American Fish Association. That would be cool. But anyway, um, <laughs> four is enough. Like you're not gonna be able to, it's, it's gonna be like going to a massive amusement park and not having time to get on every ride. That's what it's gonna be like. Having to pick and choose speakers and events to go to. It's gonna be amazing. Okay, let's get through these super chats. This is gonna take a while and by the way, Thanks everyone that left a super chat. Um, it's going to support me and my, my fledgling business. And it's going to make someone like an amazing holiday winner. So 
everyone that's participating, large amounts, small amounts, all that, just doing what you can. It's really appreciated. I feel like I'm on like the PBS, um, you know, fun drive. Growing up, my parents really liked like Lawrence Welk and Anne of Green Gables and all that stuff. So um, I've seen a lot of PBS uh, fundraising drives. (laughs) That's not what this is, but it's kind of what it feels like on this end. I feel like I'm taking the call and writing down the amount. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's see if we can get through some of these. Bird Garden throwing down 10 bucks saying, ho, 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 let's go. Oh, and I'm am I going to miss some? There were some way up earlier. Even before we started, there were a few. I'm going to do all the ones I can see. Um, I know before we started, there were like three or four. Hang on. I'd like to. It's not going to let me. It's just not going to let me. We we were at uh, 20 bucks or so, I think, when we even before we started. So thanks to you folks. I can't scroll up to see who it was or the amounts, but I, I did see that they flashed up there while I was busy getting the stream prepared. So thank you, thank you. So anyway, that's Bird Garden 503 Aquatics. Hey, good to see you. Um, throwing down five bucks. And congrats, Dan. Fish Tank Barn with $10. Happy 200 stream. I know, I can't believe it. 200 that's fun and it makes me feel a little bit old. Timbo, tanking it easy, throwing down 10 bucks in. Thank you, Dan and Alexander. Carol Cox, Clear B. How, throwing down five bucks and saying, Congrats, confetti. <laughs> Leo Contreras, five bucks. Congrats on 200. Can't wait for the new year for more L471s. So um, I got the arrival date for the. L471s and several other cool things. And it looks like that will be January 12th is when they should get into the United States. So that means that if all goes well in quarantine and things, and if if they actually come on that date, then we'll have some uh, mini snowballs, the L471s. We should have some more ocelots. Um, People that wanted more of the RB strain 236s, Uh, We should have more of those. We should have more of the super whites as well. Um, Lots of different stuff. Some really cool rainbows. One of which I've literally been waiting for years to get. I've been trying and trying and trying. Got them. Well, they aren't here yet. So I'm not going to tell you exactly what they are. Because then I get people's hopes up. And I disappoint when they don't show up. Because you order what you order, but you get what you get. Like I could order 100 fish and... You know, there's been times when I've ordered a hundred fish and I've got like four, <laughs> not this person. This person usually only shorts a few species, maybe, maybe two to five species on each order. But, uh, I don't want to say the name of the one that's, that I've been waiting for and excited about and then not have it show up, but some cool, cool rainbow fish and some other really neat stuff. So looks like end, uh, Leo, it looks like end of, uh, January, if all goes well, then we should be able to uh, to do that. Kelly Foreman throwing down $200 and kicking it off strong. Thanks, Kelly. Wichita Falls Fishkeeper with 20 bucks saying, Merry Christmas, right back at you, Wichita. Appreciate you. Liquid Zoo, only fins, throwing down five bucks. Saying, uh, and shouting me and Alexander out. Maria Z throwing down 49 bucks, 50 bucks. With a you're amazing, you are too. <laughs> I need my sparklers with a, see, I always call that, I, 
I know it's supposed to be like a fox or a corgi or something, but to me, that's a fox cat. It looks like a cross between a fox and a cat. IHSP's Tank Tribe doing their part with two bucks. Stephen P. 2003, Aquatics throwing down, saying, dang, Kelly. Yeah, dang, Kelly, for sure. Um, Texas Fish Room, thank you so much for the super chat. Catfish Nation, Merry Christmas to all and to all. Well, not a good night yet. We got to get through the super, the uh, the super stream. <laughs> I'm reading super chats. The stream first, right? Dragon Layer doing their part, saying congrats to Dan on 200 and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays and Merry Christmas. Right back at you, Dragon Layer. Speed F13. <laughs> Thanks, Alexander and Dan. Easy Fish is 76. Happy Holidays. <laughs> Get it, <laughs> David Foster. Thank you, Lady Metalhead. Rock on. Merry Christmas to everyone. Tim Gossetti. Thank you so much, Tim. Mountaintop Puffer Keeper. In hopes of a new Puffer Keeper. Oh, and by the way, I saw earlier while I was setting things up that Mountaintop Puffer Keeper left their breeding report early because they knew this was going to be chaos. We might not get to it, but I wrote it down. Um, and so here we go. So Mountaintop Puffer Keeper has been giving us a weekly report on his efforts to breed Pow Palustris, um, a freshwater puffer, one of the kind of more sit and wait ambush puffers, I would say. Um, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong about that, um, Mountaintop. But, um, and this is exciting. So we've been following this breeding and raising process and it is now what week 12. Is that right? I can't remember exactly how old they are. I put a 12 down. I think that means week 12 and they're one and a half inches and they're eating little night crawlers, little worms already like earthworms. So congratulations mountaintop. That's awesome. That's quite an accomplishment. I don't know of anyone that's else that's bred and raised that species. Uh, maybe someone has, but it's a rare event. So either way, good job. And for those that missed it, Mountaintop Puffer Keeper um, shared, uh, wrote up his experiences breeding puffers and, and trying to raise them and, and what he's learned and all that. Wrote that up. And it's one of the articles in the um, Dance Fish newsletter, which you can find at dancefish.com. Just scroll. Well, let me show you. For those that might be new... We do what I think is a pretty quality newsletter every month. Um, so you go down here to view, you can join it by entering your email here, or view previous newsletters. Let's see, that was here. So let me show you what the newsletter is. It's not us trying to sell you a bunch of stuff. We let you know what's going on here and then try to do an informative article. So, oh, I should move, hang on, I'm gonna move my picture a little bit. Uh, so that I'm not so in the way, make myself a lot smaller. Okay, so this newsletter was back in October, so we did construction updates, so you could see what was going on with the construction of our new fish warehouse. And then after that, there's this quite detailed article about uh, breeding the hairy puffer, a different POW species. And um, these this article and these pictures are all by Matthew Proctor. Um, mountaintop puffer keeper and um we got to see the process the experience uh 
What were the parameters of the tank? We're, basically, it's like a little magazine article um, that tries to be informative. And then after that, then we do a little sales pitch, but it's not a hard sales pitch. We just take pictures of new fish that we have in that we think are cool. And this, in this case, we got a bunch of quarries in. And so we're showing off all the quarries we got in, a lot of which are like super, super, super rare. Um, not all of them, though. You know, we like to get a mix. So anyway, that's what the newsletter is. So anyone that's interested in that kind of stuff, um, it's once a month. This next month, the plan is to uh, release an article about the different autosynclus species um, and share information about those. So what we're trying to do is add value. It's not just a thing that says 20% off if you order by Thursday. You know, we're not trying to create FOMO. We're not trying to... Um, make someone panic and order, you know, right now, you know, before they're ready for the fish or they have their tank set up or whatever, I think that can be an issue. Um, so it's, it's just information. Um, here's what's going on here. Here's where the construction project's at. Here's some pictures of that process. If you ever want to build a fish room or a fish store someday, that might be informative or at least interesting. And, uh, and then an article about a cool fish and then some cool pictures of stuff that we have. So That's what we do. So Mountaintop Puffer Keeper, thank you for your contribution to that effort. We are currently at $662.88 as I'm going through this. Check this out, folks. This is the chat revenue right here. It says $662.88. That is not bad for only being in business for 18 minutes. And um, a lucky winner will win a gift certificate to dansfish.com for the amount of $662.88 at least tonight because Alexander Engelhart is matching all Super Chats up to $1,000. So somewhere between $662 and $1,000 is what will be given away tonight. Thanks again, Alexander. This is fun. Um, Merrick Tomschik, hey, good to see you. Merrick, hope you're doing well. Merry Christmas, fish fam. Um, for those that don't know, I was able to uh, source some amazing fish from Merrick that uh, he bred and raised, and did, they did really well for us, really good quality stuff. So it's good to see you, man. Good job breeding and raising those fish. And, uh, you know, if you have more, <laughs> well, I got to get through this import this coming January 12th. And then if I have any tank space left, um, then I'll be trying to fill them up with quality hobbyist bred fish. I've got a a line on some Endlers and some Progaramis and some, uh, well, actually several things. There's three or four hobbyist breeders that have approached with, with stuff that will be ready. So we should have some cool stuff here uh, after the import comes in. All right, let me catch up here. Dennis Christensen. Hey, thank you, Dennis. Good to see you. How's fish? Congrats on live stream number 200. I know. Confetti. <laughs> Jennifer Weaver, thank you and thanks for being here. Master Aquatics just called me Eduardo, throwing down a super chat with the coolest little fox cat holding a trophy that you ever did see. <laughs> oh, I should be sharing these. What am I doing? Sorry, I'm bad at my job sometimes. Oh, wait, wait. Okay. Now I'm tiny. Okay, let's resize. There we go. Okay. Where are we at? Peplin Creek Aquatics. Punch in my face. Ed style. 
Chattanooga Ed style with a Foxcat Karate Master. Mike Black, hey, thanks for doing your part. Planted Tanks, thanks for everything you do. Hey, right back at you and the rest of the people in this community. Um, there's lots of people that add value through live streams and there's a lot of, or videos or whatever. Um, I mean, we're kind of a, we're kind of a uh, YouTube based family in a lot of ways, right? Um, so thanks to everyone that contributes with content and things, but also there is so much that happens behind the scenes. Um, everyone might not be privy to it, but I've seen multiple times where someone was struggling and people stepped up to help just out of friendship, no obligation. Um, people have done that to help my business, uh, to help us grow and get to the point where we need to be, whether it was, um, throwing super chats or spreading the word or ordering from us or um, straight up donating money or investing in the company. There's lots of ways it's happened. And so that's happened for me. Um, but I've also seen it happen in cases where members of the fam that that contribute, that, that moderate and give their time, their expertise and stuff um, have, have come into some difficult situations health-wise, financial-wise, all, all kinds of things. And I've seen the, the, the fish fam uh, step up quietly, um, often, often without anyone knowing what's happening um, and help out. So uh, I, I do my bit, but there's, and everyone does their bit. And what you're seeing publicly is, is the tip of the iceberg. There's, there's lots of amazing people in this community uh, making it work as a community. So, um, I'm glad to do my part. I'm glad to do everything I do, but it's, uh, I'm one of many and there's others that do a lot more, frankly, Michael Millier. <laughs> I always want to say Millier. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Thank you so much. Speaking of articles, Michael's written a good number of articles for our newsletter. And, uh, I just received the auto list draft. I haven't had time to, to look at it yet, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Here's the 200 more. Well, thanks, Michael. Thanks for all you do to help us and help the fam. Vivian Goodwin, you're number one with a nice wink. Oh, I'm blushing. I'm blushing, Vivian. Chuck Gudgeon, <laughs> thanks. Hey, thanks to you as well. We are at 742 bucks. We're almost at a thousand. We're going to top you out, Alexander. <laughs> Michael Evans. Hey, welcome. Did you have a comment? I don't see one. Um, let's see. Can I find one here? I just want to make sure. Nope. Okay. And Lady Diane, hello. I mean, no need to leave a comment, of course, but if you did, I, I want to try to find it. I hate for someone to throw down 20 bucks and me miss their comment, right? That's no good. So, but anyway, Lady Diane, Michael Evans, thank you, thank you. Steve Ramsey, great to watch your 200. Here's to 2022. May it be better than 2020 and 2021 in a lot of ways. Yes. Oh, it's been a funky couple years. Steve Ramsey. Oh, that was Steve. Um, Aquaria Life. Happy holidays, Dan. Right back at you, Aquaria Life. Thank you. Happy holidays to you too. IHSP's tank. I said that really weird. IHSP's Tank Tribe. Got to even that up. <laughs> You'll be constantly frustrated. Um, if you're trying to get that to an even number, 
it like it never happens. I'm not sure why, but it never does. We have 274 folks here. That's amazing. Thanks for being here, everybody. Our bit rate is higher than recommended. That's funny because we're on the low latency setting. Yeah. So, huh. Oh, well. Let's see here. What's it saying here? I just want to make sure that. Is uh, is the bit rate affecting anyone negatively? Like, I mean, I guess I could. Let me try to change it. See what that does. The current bit rate is higher than recommended. Ah, uh, okay. Maybe I'll do that later. I don't want to screw everything up. Does it look and sound okay? I'm assuming it does. Everything seems fine. All's fine. Yeah. You're good on my end. Okay. I mean, I figured someone would have said something. Um, I mean, not that I wouldn't have missed it. I always do, but okay. Man, mods, thanks for tonight. Uh, I know I'm working extra hard tonight. <laughs> I know this is a lot to manage. So thanks for, uh, thank you so much. Uh, you know, Christmas bonuses are in the mail. Um, <laughs> Kids Aquatics and Exotics <laughs> with the, <laughs> what, what I think, I don't want to get anything wrong here, you know, in this in the sensitive world today, but um, what I think is the male version of Pippi Longstocking. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> that's how I think of it. If Pippi was a dude, that would be Pippi. A dude cheerleader, a glee club. Rosie, congratulations, Dan. Thank you. Shane, why can't, why that... Shane, your last name right now, just looking at it, seems impossible, but it's not. It's Furuta. Why? For a second there, my mind and my tongue were like, cannot connect. <laughs> Shane Furuta. Thank you. Mountaintop Puffer Keeper, 12, 60 day old. Okay. Adults hunt, but ambush when lazy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like a pal, right? Like a, like a. Like a dragon puffer kind of, kind of sits around and then kind of moseys. A mosey. Yeah, a mosey puffer. <laughs> 12 of them, it's 60 days old. Okay, that's what that meant. 12, I missed that bit. 12 60-day-old puffers, that's awesome that you raised them up that long. I'm Congratulations, that's quite, quite the feat. Zero Aquatics, please be blessed all. Thank you, Zero. Mitchell Broom, congrats, Dan. Well-deserved. Mitchell, thank you. And thank you for the super chat. What is that picture on your... Okay. Everyone, what is Mitchell's avatar? It's a... Is that a fish? Huh. I can't quite tell. But it looks cool. It looks like... It's like... A fish with a shell or... Oh, it's Betta's spawning, isn't it? Is that Betta's spawning? I think that's what that is. It's so itty-bitty on my screen. T-Fish! Thanks for being you. Right back at you. Right back at you, T-Fish and everyone else. All right. We're at $819.96. Let's round that to $817, let us say. Um, and real quick, I'm going to try to open this widget and take this down and see what happens. Nothing, nothing happened. I, I clicked it and literally nothing happened. 
which maybe is the best case scenario. Okay, let me let me just get back here. This sec, folks. Let's see if that widget opens somewhere I can't see. <laughs> no. I said click for the widget. No widget. Okay. Anyway, I'll get back to it so we can be safe. 822 bucks. This is amazing. Bob Purcell flying in. Thanks, Bob. Cheers. Okay. Man, this, this live stream is literally going to be me sitting here reading super chat comments. <laughs> Paul Martin, happy holidays. Right back at you, Paul. Thank you so much. Okay, we're going to get to um, some fish talk, some questions and comments here. So I don't have a shipping report because we don't ship this close to Christmas. It's just stuff is too likely to be delayed. So what I will do instead is give you a um, warehouse construction report. So for those that don't know, we're building a new fish store. It's pretty big. It's pretty high tech. In fact, I haven't done this in a while. So let me do it. Looks like I have to do a galazzo soon here, huh, Maria? <laughs> okay. Just a minute. For everyone that hasn't seen this, I want to show you what we're doing. It's going to take me just a second because I've got to bring the document up. I've got to share it with you in a way that, you know, makes sense that you can see it well and stuff. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cover the chat for just a minute. And show this to you because it's pretty spectacular if I do say so myself. Okay. So here's what we're doing. Get in there a little tighter. Okay, let me let me just see. I'm trying to size this so that we can see as much of it as possible. Yeah, I think that'll work. Here's what we're in the process of doing. Right now, for the last oh, several years, we've been uh, working um, on my property out of my basement at first, and then we built the annex upstairs in my garage. Garage. <laughs> I love how they say that. The garage. Um, and we did that to kind of test this business model, make sure that we knew what we were doing, um, make sure that we could get fish to people alive and healthy, and that we could make the margins work. Because when you sell fish and care for fish, frankly, the way we do, there's a lot more labor involved. Um, for anyone that's packed fish, doing it one fish per bag and shipping the volume we're shipping, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of prep. So we wanted to see... Which, which means we're generally on the high end, right? We are not, we are definitely not the cheapest place to buy fish. Our goal is to get the fish to people healthy so that they thrive um, long term. So they don't just get to you dead <laughs> or get to you and then die shortly after, but that they get to you in good shape and they're hardy enough that they're going to be able to transition. Uh, that they aren't so stressed and so weak that they might get there alive, but then they'll pass away shortly thereafter, right? That's what we're trying to do. Get good, sturdy, solid fish into the hobby so that fish live for people so they stay in the hobby. Because one thing that drives people out of the hobby really quickly is when they spend a bunch of money on fish, they're anticipating this beautiful aquarium and all that stuff. And then, then everything, as we have probably experienced once or twice in our, our career as a fish keeper, um, you know, goes to hell, quite frankly. And um, 
So we're trying to do our part so that doesn't happen because when that happens, people leave the hobby and that's not good for the hobby. It's not good for the industry. It ain't good for nobody. So our philosophy is if we do whatever it takes to get the fish to people healthy, it's worth it because that will be good for the customer long-term, even if it costs a little more upfront and that that will grow the hobby, which will grow the industry, which will help me be positioned in a sector that's growing instead of uh, shrinking, which hasn't been growing real fast the last several years. So um, that's what we're trying to do. And that's the reason we do things the way we do. And now that we've tested that and we know that it works, um, we are building this. So this is where we're building things. This is our building slab. This is the property. Um, we have a detention pond here. Um, and then here, what you're not seeing is this big uh, surface well to collect water from a river right here, which will be pumped into the building, which will flow through all the aquariums and then leave the building and go back to the creek downstream of the inlet. Um, the, the idea here is, is that the fish will have constant flow through at a very high rate. So it'll basically be like they're living in a little warm extension of the local river. Constant turnover of the water, which we think will be really healthy for newly imported fish that are stressed. We feel like that'll help them recover. Here's the basic ground plan. So each of these racks of tanks holds 60 aquariums. This one holds around 40. So these are all 75 gallon aquariums on the wall. The rest are all 40 breeders. So this is about 508 aquariums uh, fully locked and loaded in this space. And this is phase one and phase two will more than double this space. But right now um, that's phase, phase one. If you notice, this is, um, this is an elevation from the side. It looks like half a building, right? You have a tall peak here and then it goes slopes down here, which is an odd choice. But the reason is, is because in a couple years, we plan to build the second half of this, we're calling it phase two, which will be a twin to this. So then you'll have a normal peak in the middle of your ridge line, the middle of a ridge line in the middle of your roof, you know, and we'll, we'll make the other half of the building. So that's why, let's see, I'm gonna have to flip this around again. That's why it looks, uh, a little funky the building because it's not done this is just phase one okay so this kind of shows you where the surface well is all this is water collection for the surface well um, it's right next to the detention pond and water from the creek will flow in here and get collected and pumped up um, some electrical diagrams some electrical again more electrical and then this is pretty cool this is our how we're going to treat the water coming in. So the water will come into the building, go through a sediment filter, um, which well the surface well will remove in theory a bunch of sediment, a bunch of particulates because it has to flow through a bunch of gravel and stuff to get uh, to the cistern that it's pumped from the water. Then when it gets in here, it's polished with this. Well, let's get right in there. It's polished with a sediment filter down to five microns. From there, these two big circles here are um, eight foot tall carbon filters. They're, they're really big. <laughs> and that'll take out any harmful pesticides or chemicals. From there, it flows through a eight foot long, big old UV sterilizer to make the water purty. 
From there, it goes through a heat exchanger, which will heat the water without using any natural gas or electricity. Um, I'll explain how that works in a minute. Then after that, it goes through a couple furnaces that heat the water the rest of the way before it is, hang on, I'm trying to get it. And from there it goes and is pumped to all the aquariums. When it leaves the aquariums, it flows into a big cistern here. From there it's pumped to the heat exchanger um, where, um, where the warmth of the water leaving the aquariums is stolen from the water and put injected into the water that's coming in from the creek. That's how it heats the water without any power. I mean, just a pump is the only power. There's no natural gas or no heating element. It just uh, exchanges the heat. And then that water will be sterilized in a second UV sterilizer before it's returned uh, to the creek um, so that we take out any you know issues, <laughs> any disease or anything before we re return it to the creek. So. That's the plan. Here's just another view of um, the water treatment. Oops. Uh, sorry, we're zoomed in so far, it's hard to control. The water treatment area, and this is showing you the big cistern under the floor of the building um, where the water leaving the tanks goes before it's pumped back to this heat exchanger here. So. Sediment filter, carbon filters, heat exchanger, UV filters, um, and uh, furnaces. And, and keep in mind, these are eight foot long, big old suckers, these UV filters and these carbon filters. These are not small units because it's got to handle, um, in phase one, it's half a million gallons a day flowing through the building. And in phase two, it'll be a million gallons a day. So we're talking 750 gallons per minute um, flowing through the building. But remember, uh, for those of you that are environmentally conscious, you're thinking that's, that's going to devastate the creek. But, but it's not. Because what's happening is we're taking sediment-filled water. The city has a problem. The, um, the water in that creek has a lot of sediment in it, and it gets too hot. Because it, it, as it flows through town and the concrete that it flows over when it gets downtown, um, it, it gets too hot which is bad for a creek in the mountains. So what we're doing is we're taking this water from the creek and we're actually cleaning it and sterilizing it. And when it returns, it will be cooler than when it left the creek. So it'll help cool down the water in the summer at least. And it'll be cleaner than when it left the creek. We've done lots of tests. Um, the local environmental agency um, is excited because they know this is going to benefit the creek. So. Um, just understand that we're not consumptive. We're not taking that water out of the creek and then like, I don't know, spraying it on land, like on, on crops or um, returning it to the sewer or anything like that. We're basically taking it out, cleaning it up, flowing it through our aquariums, cleaning it again, cooling it, and then returning it to the creek. Um, just want to make that clear because I know it's a massive amount of water. Um, let's, uh, there's the cistern drawings. Um, and after that, I think we're talking about like HVAC. So that's what we're doing. We're building, um, what I think is going to be a pretty amazing, um, high tech, but energy efficient, very green, um, fish facility 
that I think is going to be like the day spa for newly imported fish. I, I think it's going to be as, as good as you could imagine if you're a fish. The tur turnover rate in each aquarium will be, it's about every 40 minutes, the tanks will get 100% water change. That's the flow through rate. So imagine if you're a fish, you're stressed, you've been through the supply chain, and then you get to go in an aquarium that has like constant fresh water. You don't have to deal with nitrates or ammonia issues or anything like that. It's just like a constant, fresh, clean river flowing um, around you, basically. So that's that's what we're doing, because we think it's going to be... It's the best thing I could conceive of for a fish that's gone through the supply chain. And they sit in there, they get healthy. You know, they, they we quarantine for at least two weeks, often longer. And, um, and then we ship them out. And so that's what we're working towards. So the updates towards that project are... Um, recently we finally got the local utility company to, they, they built the power, um, they've had the pad for a while, but they actually put the cabinet up and, um, the last few days they've been actually running the, um, electricity and stuff from the street and the gas and all that, um, so that it connects to the building. So the electrician has put in like some circuit breakers and some, uh, electrical lines and stuff in the building. But the problem is up till now, it hasn't been connected to the source out on the street, right? The utility company hasn't got the building connected up. So they're working on that now, which means pretty soon um, we'll be able to work in there and have light and heat, which will be amazing. And not only will it be better to work in, but it'll make it so I can take pictures and videos. It's been very difficult because very dark in there. So without any, uh, you know, I'm trying to document this whole thing for you guys. I do that mostly on Instagram and in the monthly newsletter um, so that people that are interested can see what it's like to build a fish store from the ground up. And uh, it's been hard the last few weeks just because it's been almost impossible to take video and pictures because there ain't no lights. <laughs> so anyway, that's where we're at on that. So pretty soon we will have um, power, which oh, we've been missing that. It's a lot easier to construct when you can see well and you've got power. So looking forward to that. All right, Maria Z, here you go, everyone. This is for Maria. It's going to get loud in here. If you're listening on headphones at high volume, you might want to lower the volume or take them out because Maria's giving me a super chat that I can't ignore. Okay, here we go. Golazo! Whew, haven't done that in a while. Thanks, Maria, for the super chat, for the goal, super sticker, and for being an awesome moderator and customer and supporter for all these years. I appreciate you. Alex Komanov, Merry Christmas all. Hey, right back at you, Alec. Oh, I said Alex, sorry, that's Alec. All right. Just a reminder for anyone that didn't join us at the beginning, if you would like to be entered into a chance to win a currently $866.96 um, gift certificate 
That's right. You heard me right. It'll be $866.96 to dancefish.com, provided generously by Alexander Engelhart. Um, if you'd like to win that, and you can enter to win by entering hashtag Alexander Rocks in the chat. That's all you have to do. Hashtag A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R-R-O-C-K-S. Caps don't matter. It's not case sensitive. Um, and you enter that, you'll be entered to win a gift certificate of currently $866.96. What's happening is um, Alexander is matching any super chats up to $1,000. So it's already a good chunk of change. It might get more. It might not. I don't know. But uh, it's already worth hanging out and seeing if you'll win that chunk of change. That's that's a lot of fish at dancefish.com. You can get some cool stuff. And so, I mean, we're getting some fish in that are pretty pricey. We're getting super whites in. We're getting opal spot plecos in. We're getting ocelot plecos. We're getting some stuff. And this could help. You know, the person that's always dreamed of... Uh, a certain fish and maybe hasn't had the cash to to be able to do it with this gift certificate you could get a nice colony of some really nice fish so thanks again alexander i, I think this is super fun he's benefiting me we're also having a good time and it's going to benefit someone greatly uh, whoever wins this watch it'll be alexander <laughs> <laughs> I just know that's going to happen. That, that would happen. That's what would happen. Of course it would. <laughs> that's when you say rigged. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Let's get to some questions and comments. Um, oh, before we do that, the other cool thing that's happening at the warehouse is they're getting all the stuff lined up to to actually dig that surface well. Um, the surface well is kind of cool. I'm, I'm going to digress just a minute. For those that don't know what that looks like, um, just a moment. Let's see here. I think this is it. Yeah. Okay. So this is neat, I think. It, it, so what's happening is this dashed line is the bank of the river right here, right? So over here is, is creek. This, with all the rubble in it, the kind of shaded circly part, is our surface well. So what we're doing is we're going to dig out a portion of the creek, about half the creek, and a bunch of the bank and inland and we're going to put all these big 12 inch pipes in there and they're all perforated and then we're going to connect that pipe to a cistern with a variable speed pump in there um, and what's going to happen is then we're going to fill that back up with rock and gravel and sand which will help a lot because right now if you walk on this you'll sink down like to your waist in sediment like it's it's the the creek has not been well respected let's say it's clean water but it's got a lot of sediment in it um and naturally it shouldn't right here so 
we're going to take care of the sediment and then the water will flow and, and put in all the, the rock and gravel and sand. And then we're going to put a top layer of soil back on top of that and plant it. So it'll look totally natural and uh, it'll be, be good for the wildlife and all that. And then what will happen is water will drain, trickle through all this gravel and rock and sand into these pipes and that water will be piped into this cistern here where we collect it and pump it up to the warehouse. So that's what that is. And then up here is where it returns and it returns on this riprap. So it gets oxygenated and, and flows and all that before it returns to the river. So that's what it is. And we're talking about, um, what is this about? I think I'd have to look at the measurement. I think this is about four to six feet of gravel here. I think that the water flows into um, and is pumped up, you know, to the, to the warehouse from. So that's how we click the water. Um, and in theory, it's beautiful and it'll work great, but you know, it's an innovative thing. We're trying it and uh, <laughs> it's been engineered. I didn't come up with this just by myself. I came up with the concept and then, you know, worked with, with some engineers to make sure that it made sense. So we'll see. We'll see. Nola's Dolls and Aquatics, thank you for joining the Super Chat Storm. We are up to $882, folks. And Darlene's Tanks, thanks for the giveaway each week. Hey, Darlene, it's been my pleasure. Uh, it's been super fun to do that. And what's been, what was completely unexpected and is, you know, warmed my heart is how the community has reached out. So I only do giveaways like half the time now. The other half the time, people like Alex Englehart, who's doing it tonight, or um, Rock and Fish, Dave from Rock and Fish, who did it last week, or I mean, lots of people have done it. Um, people just email me and they say, hey, do you have anyone like providing anything for the giveaway next week? And I might say, yeah, but the week after that's free or no, no one. And often people are like, well, I can give away, I, I bred a bunch of guppies, I can give those away. Or um, uh, Preston John gave away some, um, a group of peacock gudgeons, a breeding group of peacock gudgeons, and has given away some pretty cool, what was the other thing? Did you give away puffers, Preston, or was it um, a breeding group of rice fish? I can't remember all the details, but um, people have just volunteered. And so I did not plan this at all. I did not know this would happen, but the giveaway is not just me anymore. Like people often volunteer and say, I want to give something away or sponsor a, a gift certificate to give away or whatever. So to me, that's been awesome because A, I didn't expect it at all. And B, to me, when I think about it, it seems like a symptom of a very healthy community. When, um, when people are getting enough out of it that they volunteer to give back to it, that, that's, gotta be, that's gotta mean something good is happening, right? or people would not do that. It would be unrequited love. But when the love is requited, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> w. Marion, thank you so much. Paul Soltero, Merry Christmas to you and your family, Dan. Looking forward to seeing your business expand with the new building. Me too, I can't wait. I can't wait to have light and power in there. Oh, I mean, it gets cold here and it's dark. That doesn't make a great combination for a, <laughs> for a, a work site. <laughs> okay. 
So now let's get to some questions and comments. I've man, I've droned on for geez, 52 minutes. Um, well, not just me. I've read a lot of super chats too, but let's get to your questions and comments. Here's one from Chevy fish, Chevy fish. Hey, hang on. Wait a minute. Chevy. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I got to wait till I Chevy fish. I emailed you. I don't know if you got the email. If you didn't, if you would check it and get back to me, um, I'd appreciate it. How will the diseases, parasites, and infections that may come in on the imported fish be prevented from entering our local waterways? Um, so there's two things that will happen there. One is temperature shock. So the water leaving the tanks will be 78 degrees or so. And when it hits that heat exchanger, within a few seconds, it drops to just above 32 degrees. So you're going to get a big temperature shock. And then the other thing is the big UV sterilizers. That's why those are there. So that the water is sterilized before it's uh, returned to the creek. So that's the two main ways that we're preventing that. Because yes, I do not want to be the guy that, you know, poisons the creek. So that's why we've put in that infrastructure. But it's a good question. And uh, it's definitely something that we had to solve before we went forward with the plan. Because, yeah, you don't want to, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> Wichita Falls, is Alexander matching the first 500 to equal 1,000, or is it a two grand prize? It's a 1,000 prize. So the, let's see. So right now there's $896.94 in Super Chats. So Alexander, oh, no, there aren't. There's $916.93. We are so close to 1,000. Alexander, <laughs> we're going to make you pay through the teeth tonight, my friend. <laughs> um, so right now, whoever wins... The giveaway will get whatever the amount is of the super chats. So, um, nine sixteen will go to Dan's fish to help support the business, and then Alexander will match that, and the amount he matches will be going to a giveaway. Is how that'll work. Alexander, correct me if I I'm misunderstanding that. If I am, <laughs> let me know and I'll fix it. But that's my understanding. Forest, hey Forest, hey Dan, I hatched angel eggs from my community tank for fun. Now I have a bunch of angel babies and one surprise blows mana. Hey, bonus fry. Yeah. Hashtag happy 200. Thank you. And congrats on the blows mana. <laughs> well, and the angels, of course. Rock and fish. I like the super superhero pair rock and fish. I like that super chat sticker. This is what I'm looking at, everybody. There is a super chat sticker, superhero pair. And I still wonder what was the meeting where all the YouTube executives got together and were like, you know, we need a super chat sticker. What should we do? You know, I think pears would work well. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> pears? Eric, thank you for doing your part. Eric, throwing down a super chat. I appreciate it. Thanks for being here. And uh, everyone that's participated, uh, throwing down money, large and small, thank you. I think that, that's awesome. Okay, I'm going to scroll down here to make sure that um, Alexander didn't correct me. Because if he did, if I'm doing this wrong, I want to make sure I know now. But I'm pretty sure I understood what's going on. You got it. Okay. I thought I, I, thought I knew what was going on. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm scrolling up again because chat jumped again. I mean, it's going crazy right now. But MacPNW says, happy holidays to you and the fam from... Danica and myself, congrats on the continued success. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thanks for being part of it. I mean, 
honestly, just by being here and being particip a participant in the live streams and part of the community, um, that is supportive. Like it, you know, doesn't take any money or anything, but it has a big impact. Um, so thank you for being here. Degenerate fish keeper. Love the name. Do you have to divert the creek to make that surface well? No, we're not diverting the creek. We're just uh, diverting a, a small portion of the creek. It has a good flow, that creek. So, um, you know, a, a million gallons a day is a lot, but not compared to the, I forget what the flow rate is, but it's all, it's a ton. So, no, we're not diverting it. We're just diverting some water from it, meaning we're pumping some water from it to the warehouse and then returning it downstream, um, I don't know, 40 feet from the point it was taken in. But we're not like drying the creek or anything, not even close to it. Yeah, the creek, the creek really won't notice, I don't think. There's a lot of flow in that creek. It's actually a river, but it's, the name's Creek. Well, is it a river? I don't know what the definition of a creek or a river is. When I was in California, that creek would have been a, a good-sized river. <laughs> if you're back east and you're used to, like, the Mississippi, maybe that's just a little creek. I don't know. Douglas, did you have to get a DNR discharge permit for that? I work in wastewater, so I'm interested. Yeah, I, I had to, I had to, we had to work with the Army Corps of Engineers. We had to work with um, the local, um, what is it? Um, Department of Environmental Quality. We worked with Fish and Game. Like, we didn't just like be like, I'm going to throw this thing on the creek. Like, I think that would be fun. We didn't do that. Like, we, we've engineered it with experts in ecosystems and things like that. Um, and we've worked with all the organizations whose job it is to make sure that it's done right. And, and we're doing it, we're doing it right. It's, I, I promise, I promise it's, um, it's designed. So it makes the Creek better than it was before. That's the bottom line. Yeah. But yes, Douglas, we did. We had to work with, we, we have lots of permits it took a lot of time. And although I think it would have, if I was in Los Angeles still, I would still be working on this and it might be dead in the water. Like not every municipality and not every state and not every bureaucracy is easy to navigate. Right. So even though we had to do all that, I, I will say that, um, people here were helpful. Like they, they wanted to lean in and make sure that it could happen in a way that was done responsibly as opposed to just like, you know, giving you the runaround. So it was a more pleasant experience than I figured, but we still had to do a lot of due diligence um, and, and get a lot of permits, yes. W. Marion, good rock hunting opportunity, digging up the creek. Do you have a local rock club? No, but there's a lot of people that, um, that uh, treasure hunt. <laughs> In fact, I, I should say this, we're actually, for um, for Douglas, we're actually doing way more than is required by the permits and things. So we're we're taking even more precautions to make sure that we're we're doing good for the local environment. Good rock hunting opportunity. I don't know W. Marion if there's a rock hunting uh, club or not. I would imagine there is. There's rock hounds everywhere, and there's probably a lapidary somewhere around here. 
Um, but I don't think it's going to be that that good of an opportunity just because, unfortunately, uh, decades and decades ago, before people were environmentally conscious, um, basically where we're building used to be like a low swamp. And over the decades, um, anytime um, like cement, a sidewalk was removed or a parking lot was torn up or anything like that, it's all been dumped there. So they dumped it there to kind of stabilize the bank. But basically what we've got is artificial bank right there. So they're not digging through nice natural stuff. Uh, yeah, which is another reason I have no problem digging it out and replacing it with like clean rock and, and gravel and stuff. Now that's not to say the creek is polluted. It's not. Um, it's very clean. There's healthy trout population and stuff. It's uh, compared to water in most places, it's actually very clean. But it's kind of artificial at the same time. So there's probably not going to be rocks there. I, I could get you a nice chunk of asphalt. That could be exciting. Maybe some concrete. <laughs> um, let's see, where are we? Eric, I think I already got your super chat, but if I didn't, thank you so much. Ricky De Hoyas! Uh, with a, oh, a pair with a uh, party blower. I get it. I get it. What are those called? What is that? We blow it and it goes out. Ah! What's the name of that thing? Anyway, thank you for that sticker. Very cute. And Greg Gall. Happy holidays, fish fam. Hashtag Dan Rocks. Hashtag Lurker Nation. Hail the Lurker Nation. $962. And KP, thank you, Alex and Dan, just brought it up to $967. Thank you, KP. All right. And, and by the way, I don't mind questions like that, uh, Douglas or anyone else. Uh, who else? Was it Chevy Fish that asked about the environment? I mean, yeah, of course we want to be responsible with that stuff. So ask away. If I miss something, I want to know now. Um, Douglas Benshooter. I can do better than that. Ben Shooter. <laughs> Glad I'm not Ben. <laughs> Ben Shooter. That's how I'm saying it. Did you have to... Um, oh, I already got that one. Sorry. Aquarium nerd, what about acclimating fish to the water or remineralizing so it's good enough for the fish you are keeping? Doesn't seem good to quarantine and have to do it two or three times. I'm not sure, aquarium nerd, exactly what your question is. But in my opinion, nothing's better at acclimating fish and relieving fish of the stress of the supply chain then constant, fresh, clean water and good flow. Um, that'll help keep. Um, so here's, okay. So fish come in and they're stressed. So their immune systems are compromised. That's just a fact. Anytime you fish, ship a fish, depending on how they've been handled throughout the supply chain, they might come in super stressed and to the point where they're very susceptible to disease. And then what happens in an enclosed aquarium is if a disease can get a hold of a fish that's stressed and immunocompromised, then it tends to multiply quite rapidly. And when it does that, it can just overtake the fish in short order. And that's how you get disease outbreaks and losses post getting new fish often, right? I and mean, there's lots of ways, but th th this is a way. Well, if this is happening, you have a couple of 
paths of recourse. One is you can medicate the fish, okay? That's one way to take care of this problem. You can medicate the fish, which is how I've done it most of my career and most of my hobby. And um, that will take down the pathogen load, whether it's bacteria or, or um, um, parasite or whatever. The viruses are harder, but um, to the point where the fish can de-stress and has a chance to build up its immunity without the pathogen load getting so large that it overtakes the fish. There's always pathogens in the tank. The issue is when they multiply quickly on fish because the fish can't fight them off. So then now they have a great host, a great place to just multiply quickly and they can overcome the entire tank because they have a place to just kind of go gangbusters and go out and infect from there, okay? Um, by the way, not a veterinarian or anything, just a hobbyist, might be just talking out my you know what, but this is the basic theory. So you can use medicines to take down the pathogen load and give the fish a fighting chance to recover and settle de-stress and get their immune system back up to, to where it should be, to where they're going to be fine. Now, now they're strong enough that they aren't going to become a uh, factory for disease. Another way you can do it is by manually removing a lot of those diseases through water change, right? If you're a fish in a river, there's pathogens, right? You have some bacteria on you, you probably have some parasites in you and things, but the water's flowing so much that they aren't concentrated around you. So instead of using medicines, we plan to use water flow. Now we can use medicines. If there's an outbreak, of course we'll use medicines. Um, if the water flow isn't doing it for a species, we can shut off the water flow and we can put in medication, right? If we need to do that. But I think what we're gonna find is that we have to do that very rarely because I think the fresh water is gonna um, really help. And we aren't remineralizing or anything. We're just taking the fish out of the, wa the, the water from the creek, cleaning it, heating it, flowing it through the aquariums and returning it to the creek after it's been cleaned and cooled. That's it. Yeah. I, I've never been one to chase parameters. Well, I, okay. I was early on when I was a youngster and didn't know better. But um, generally what I found is almost all fish can do well in pretty much, you know, in lots of different water parameters, as long as they're clean, is the water's clean and they're well cared for. So I don't chase optimal, I chase like steady, um, I chase clean. So now is the water going to change? Yeah, but it changes in the wild too. If there's a rainstorm or if there's uh, you know, there's all kinds of events in the wild. Um, so when I say stable, I don't mean like sterile and like they're in a lab and it's always kept at 78.329 degrees and never wavers. That's not nature. Also, um, yeah, I mean, things change all the time in nature and often very rapidly. So to me, I think that what we're going to find is that the water flow itself is going to help. And when the changes happen, when I say rapidly, it's not usually like, one second it's this and then another second it's that. If it rains, it's gonna soften the water, but it's not gonna be like all of a sudden. It's gonna take a little while. So I think it's gonna work just fine. See, I'm not worried about remineralizing or anything because I'm, I'm not doing it. And also the water in the creek um, has quite a bit more hardness than the water I use right now, which is super soft. So I actually think it's gonna, um, 
allow me to keep live berries and maybe some different cichlids and stuff that right now I shy away from just because my water is super soft. Now I could keep them and I have, but it, there's, there's quite a bit of TLC getting them acclimated to water like that. It'd be nice to not have to have to do it. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's all going to like fail hardcore and I'll, I'll have to like shut that system off or do less water changes and do more filters in tanks or stuff like that. You know, we will learn a lot when we get in there, but I don't think so. I think that the theory is sound. Um, and I, I think we're going to end up being okay. Joseph Stanley. Hello. Upside down, smiley face swamp thing. I found out YouTube's cut. Your present will be direct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. YouTube does take 30% of all super chats, I believe is the number. Um, and Yeah, you know one likes giving up 30%, right? It's like an immediate tax. But they're providing a pretty valuable platform for me, a way to reach all you guys and interact. And I I, I happen to know uh, what software engineers make. And I, if I had to fund the building of this platform myself, uh, it would be... It would be... Yeah, I'd have to do a tech startup. <laughs> I'd have to raise a few million to get this built. So it's a lot and I don't like paying it. The way I assage that angst about paying it is to say they're doing something valuable for me that I couldn't do myself, basically. But but yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Justin Powers, bravo, right back at you. And Rick, hey, we, we did it. We are past the limit. We are 1.1K in Super Chats. 324 views. Is that a record, Bob? Did we just break our record? And Rick 500, Rick, good to see you. I'll be back out west in 2022 at some point. Looking forward to having a beer or two and seeing how things have progressed. Happy holidays. Hey, happy holidays at you, at you to you as well, Rick. And every time I, uh, I wear my T-shirt that you gave me, I think of you and I hope you're doing well. I'd love to see you again. Let me know when you let me know when you know when you'll be in my neck of the woods. PNW Aqua. There must be another source of heat other than the heat exchanger. Yeah, the furnaces that I showed you. So the heat exchanger can take water. If the water comes from the creek at, say, 32 degrees, right above freezing, right? Actually, it's weird. We did the temperature of the creek midwinter last winter. And uh, it actually was like 31, 30 degrees. It was lower than 32 degrees, which I didn't think, I thought my instruments were wrong, but then the engineer who works with water systems said, yeah, but moving water can be cooler than freezing and still be liquid phase. I didn't know that. You can have water that's less than freezing temperature if it's moving. Anyway, let's say the water comes into the building at 32 degrees. It goes through the heat exchanger. That'll heat it to, it's like 96.5% effective. That'll take us up to, let's say, 70 degrees. From there, it goes to, uh, I have two furnaces, which will heat it to the last 7, 8 degrees to get it to 77, 78 degrees. So the heat exchanger does the lion's share of the work. And then those last few degrees, we, we do have a, a boiler for, a couple furnaces for. So you're right. Otherwise, over time, you would, you know, gradually fail down to, to 32 degrees, more or less. 
Okay, Myrtle, to grab Dan's attention, please type at Dan's fish. Yes, this right here, because then it makes it bright orange for me. Or Dan's fish, followed by your comment. If you do that, you'll see a little box pop up that says Dan's fish. If you select that, that's when it turns orange for me. That's the best way to get my attention in these things. Isaac Cornstubble, how are the MB severums looking to acquire some for possible, so mouth breeding severums, for possible breeding, but I'm not quite familiar with severums. More of an epistle guy, not sure how I should get, how many I should get, I think you're saying, to get a guarantee, to guarantee a pair. Well, there's no guarantees, but the general rule of thumb when trying to get a pair is to get six young ones. Same as like epistos or any other unsexed fish. Um, just because when you look at that mathematically, I, I don't remember what the probability is off the top of my head, but it's like super high that you'll end up with at least a pair. So that would be my suggestion. Um, but they're doing great. I'm looking at them right now. They've grown a ton. They're still not sexable, um, but they're doing awesome. So I've got a good group if you're interested, sure. And just statistically wise, I would say six to eight would be a good start if you want to get a pair or, you know, a couple pairs out of a group. All right. Douglas Benz shooter. I hope I've seen that right. Did you have to, oh, I already did that one. Also, are there any Severums maturing? Also, are any of the epistles as well looking to do a big order? So. Um, I don't have any severums I can sex. The only epistos I can more or less sex are the orange flash. There's males, obvious males, and there's others that I'm, I think are female. Pretty sure they're female. But I'd hate to guarantee that and then have one be a sleeper male, which is basically a male that doesn't develop its color until a little later in life. That can happen. But... I'd say I'm about 80% certain that I could get you a pair of the orange flash epistos. That's a cockatoides. They were hobbyist bred and raised uh, by a gentleman down in Utah. So they didn't go through the rigors of import or anything. Um, they were driven right up here from Utah and they've been fantastic. Um, as far as the other epistos go, there's one other that I have obvious males from. Let's go on a little field trip, shall we? Dance fish, a pistol. Um, they're these. A pistogramma species from tank EE10. Probably, uh, how do you say that? Pucalpensis, I'm going to say. Pucalpensis. Um, I believe this actual fish that you're seeing right there is male, and I believe he's still in the tank but most of them are not sexable. Um, so generally when people say, can I sex them? I, I say no. And the reason is, is because I don't want to get in a situation where I say yes. And then your female turns male because <laughs> that can happen. And I'm not a true expert on epistos. I'm not, you know, I'm a killifish nerd, but epistos, I, I haven't put in my 10,000 plus hours so I can look at one and be like, oh, I know that is a male even though it's little, and I know that one is a female even though it's little. Like, I have to wait till they're really certainly sexed, which they need a little time to grow up for. 
ABC Aquatic Biotope Creations. What are the fish behind you? So these are, um, I haven't talked about this for a while. These are um, Toxotis blythei, a true freshwater archer fish. Um, the Burmese clouded archer, sometimes they call them. Uh, Electric blue acara. Um, these are gold denison barbs. There's some Arcuatus in here, Corridor's Arcuatus, the skunk quarry. There are some star light plecos in here that you're probably not going to see. There's about three of them. Um, and then there's some steel blue pistos in here that breed and I can never catch out. So they're in here. People want them and I've tried to catch them to sell them, but I, can, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot get them out of this tank. I, I think that's it. Oh, some Siamese algae eaters for some algae control. So pretty simple little tank, not a ton of species. It's a six foot long, um, 125 gallon, which, oh man, I love that size tank. But I really like it. Simple, but, but relaxes me. I like that tank a lot. Tyler Brown, does a UV sterilizer kill beneficial bacteria? Yes, it'll kill pretty much all bacteria pretty effectively. Um, most things, yes. There are some things that might be able to insist effectively enough that uh, they could get away, but that would be super rare and far between. But it'll absolutely kill beneficial bacteria. So why, you ask, do we use UV sterilizers in aquariums? Won't that kill our cycle? And the answer to that is, I'm scrolling because... Uh, chat jumped like crazy. Did I miss Susan from SLC Aquatics? Susan, if I if I missed your super chat, I'm sorry. I don't think it... Oh, there it is. Victory! Susan, I think... Oh, there's a few here that I missed. I'm sorry, folks. We have so many super chats that the super chats are jumping. Holy cow. Okay, I want to go over these. But let me finish my thought. So... Benefic nitrifying bacteria are benthic. What that means is they live on surfaces. They adhere to surfaces. That's why surface area is so important in your filter. So a sponge filter, why does that work? Is this a piece of sponge? Well, it works because it's got a ton of surface area, right? And the bacteria, the nitrifying bacteria, live on those surfaces in your sponge filter. So when the sponge filter draws water through the sponge and then discharges it out the uh, vertical you know, discharge pipe via the negative pressure created when the bubbles go up that pipe, what's happening is the water is flowing through that sponge and coming into contact with all those bacteria living on the surfaces of that sponge. So as it comes in contact with them, they are able to suck the ammonia or the nitrite out of the water and convert it to nitrite or nitrate. That's how a biological nitrifying bacteria filter works. Um, now there's also that bacteria on every surface in your aquarium, on the glass, if you have gravel, it's on all the gravel, as long as there is good airflow. Nitrifying bacteria uh, really love oxygen. And if they are deprived of oxygen, they tend to die off. So as long as there's good flow and oxygenation on the surface, back, those bacteria will live there. And any water that comes in contact with that surface will also come in contact with the bacteria. And that's how the water gets filtered. 
So it's not a case where all the bacteria you need is free floating in the water column. And if you take that water from the water column and flow it through UV filter, that it's gonna kill your beneficial bacteria. There's some that it might get because some is gonna come loose, right, occasionally. But in general, those populations are benthic. So that's why we can use a UV sterilizer um, in our aquariums and still keep the nitrifying bacteria populations healthy. Um, all right, let's get to these that I somehow missed. Oh, Carrier's Aquatics threw down an actual Pippi Longstocking. Holy cow. Guys, I got to scroll up and do a bunch more super chats because I feel like I skipped a bunch. Like it must have jumped on me. Uh, I saw Wichita Falls. I don't think I saw Jay Oliver's Guppies in Aquatics or Brian P or Skipper's Aquariums. This should put it into the goal. <laughs> Thanks, Skipper's Aquariums. Getting us 2,000. I didn't see Kayla's Aquatics and Exotics Pippi Longstocking. I didn't see Susan for SLC Aquatics, so thank you to all you folks. I did not see Alexander Englehart, who says I'm never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> I'm curious what the wife's saying about this, <laughs> Alexander. <laughs> um, and I didn't see Chance, who says, hi, Dan, what's your preferred way to test nitrates? Have you tried aquarium co-op test strips? No, um, I use the uh, Tetra test strips, and, and I'll show you why. Just one second. The reason is, is I can buy them by the case. So I can, I can buy test, Tetra test strips a thousand at a time, um, which makes it cost effective for me when I have this many tanks. I love aquarium co-op. I think Corey's done an amazing job. There's really only like three or four things of all the thousands of things he's done and said, there's only like, I find myself disagreeing with him very seldom and even when I disagree with him, I think is I think what he's doing is good for the hobby and the industry in general. He's done a lot to educate people. He's done a lot to get people excited about the hobby and help people through the hobby. Um, he's done a lot to uh, help solidify uh, the fish fam. If, if you've been, I've been following Corey for three and a half years, something like that. Um, I, I got to know him right before he got thirty thousand subs, so early days. And what I saw um, was a guy that, because of how he, now this isn't always true, but early on he was very careful, especially to make it a no drama thing, right? He was there to inform, he didn't get involved in the drama. Um, we all do a little bit, we get sucked into it a little bit, but he was very conscientious to make this a positive place. And since he became such a big player in the fish fam early on, I think, he was one of the people that was influential in making this community the positive thing that it usually is and, and didn't degenerate into, you know, Facebook land with all the negativity and, and all that. So I mean, we get a little bit, of course, it's a community. But what I'm trying to say is I really respect Corey and I like what he's done and the people he surrounded him with himself with, I think are awesome. I know a lot of them. Um, but... I can't buy test strips from them because it's not economical for me as a business to buy them from a retail business. So I use the Tetra just because I've used it for years. 
and because uh, I can buy them in bulk um, and get them very cheap, which I need to do if I'm testing water in, in the warehouse over 500 aquariums, right? So, um, but I like test strips. If there's anything amiss, then you can hone down with a, some kind of other more sensitive uh, test kit if you want. But I pretty much know if I, if I see ammonia on there, I've got a problem. If I see nitrites on there, I've got a problem. And nitrates, I don't worry about a lot. So unless they're like super high, I don't worry about them. But I change 30 to 40% of my water in each aquarium every day here. And so that doesn't allow nitrates to build up to the point where I'm ever really worried about them. So I haven't tried their test strips, Chance. Rockin' Fish says, getting closer to the goal. Keep rocking, Dan. Jo and then I did get Joseph Stanley. I got Swamp Thing. I got Justin. I got Rick. Okay. If I missed anyone else, it was completely inadvertent. Um, I guess Super Chats can jump too. I did not know that. So I apologize if that was you. All right. We're going to get to, I think, I think we're going to do this giveaway. Yeah. Okay. Let's do this giveaway. This is for, dare I say it, 1,000 smackaroos. Oh, wait, I missed $199. Oh, no, that was Kelly. Okay, I did get Kelly for sure. All right. For a second, I was like, how did I miss a $200 super chat? That was Kelly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Kelly. That was amazing. Um, so this giveaway is for a $1,000 gift certificate. We done it. We got to make Alex pay now. <laughs> Alex, I'm sorry. Alexander. Um, $1,000 gift certificate to dancefish.com, which is crazy. So, wowzer. Let's see who wins. I feel like I really need a drum roll. Okay, mental drum roll, everybody. Let's let chat catch up over there. Um, Before I do this, I just I just want to take one more moment to just thank everybody. How many how many people do we have here? Three hundred thirty-four. Thank everyone that's been here um, to help with that's watched and helped Dance Fish become a thing and to make it and to be to the point where we can scale and that it's helped either as a customer or a contributor in, in, in any way, an investor, um, someone that is part of the community and is active and just has made this work because there's many ways it's been made to work and lots of different people have been influential. This is our 200th live stream and it's the holidays. So thank you to Alexander Engelhart for being so generous to match everyone's super chats. That's why we can give away a $1,000 gift certificate tonight. And thanks to everyone who was generous to Super Chat to make the giveaway possible and to support Dan's Fish. We appreciate it. With that sincere thank you, and I'll cut it there because if I go further, it'll probably come off as cheesy and false. And it's not. It's sincere. Um, let's see who won this. This is for a 1,000 smackaroos. If Alexander comes up, I'm, I'm going to laugh. Greg Jones, Greg Jones, you have won 
a $1,000 gift certificate to dancefish.com. Holy macaroni. Congrats. Greg, you have two minutes from the time I, well, it's less now. It's been 18 seconds. So you've got two minutes from the time I clicked that roll it button to let us know that you're here. Greg Jones, Mary Fishmas. Hey, <laughs> Greg is here. All right. If you don't know Greg's channel, check it out. Um, I haven't been on there in a while, but I do remember back in the day watching a lot of Greg's stuff. If I'm remembering right, uh, it's been a, I've been out of touch for a little while, but I guess I have to make a video now. Yes. Yes, indeed. So Greg, congrats. That's awesome. Thanks to everyone who participated tonight. Thanks for making this special. I don't know what our highest concurrent uh, viewership was, but I'm pretty sure we might've broken a record. If not, we were darn close. I, maybe we got over 350 once back in our heyday when I was still making videos. <laughs> Greg Jones, see, this is why I love this community. Greg says, holy crap, now I need to find a way to pay it forward. It, exactly, right? I like that that's how people think around here. Um, all right, let's start with the thank yous. First and foremost is always my mods, just because they volunteer and they make this happen. And um, I just, every week they show up and they work hard and I'm very grateful. This would not work without you guys, so thank you. Then to Alexander Englehart for making this whole thing possible. This was fun. I, I, I haven't seen anything quite like this. I'll share the total in a moment, Alexander. Um, Danikin. Thanks, Alexander and Nan. Hey, Danny and Kenny. Hope you guys are doing well. Anyway, thanks, Alexander. I'll share the total in, in just a moment. Um, thanks to, because I'll lose my tra track of my thoughts otherwise. Um, where was I? Oh, <laughs> it already happened. Thanks to everyone that participated. Um, either gave a super chat tonight or just qu asked a question, made a comment, you know, made this thing lively. Um, thanks to the lurkers, Hail the Lurker Nation. If you're listening on the podcast, welcome. And if you're watching the replay, thanks for watching. Anyway, the total chat revenue, and it doesn't show me a lot of details. It says $1.2,000. So $1,200 or thereabouts. Alex is joining us, The Secret History Living in Your Aquarium, with a thank you to Alexander and myself. Alex, good to see you. So we did at least $1.2, Alexander. Thank you for making that happen. That is going to be, I think that's the last of what I would need to get to Louisville once I figure 70%. Yeah, I think we're done. <laughs> so that's awesome. Anyway, thanks everybody. This has been amazing. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas or whatever you celebrate, however you celebrate it. One of those. Happy one of those to you. Um, we'll be back next week. I believe that's true. Hang on. When's New Year's? <laughs> yeah, we'll be back Wednesday of next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. For you noobs, that's 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, which is 9 Eastern. All right, 6 Pacific. So we'll be back. Um, okay, Alexander says we are going to do a $300 second raffle for people who stuck around. So this is cool. 
anyone that didn't didn't knock off right when the contest was over, the giveaway was done, but stuck around, right? You've got a chance to win a $300 gift certificate. So let's do that. So I'm going to, oh, real quick, Greg Jones, just send me an email, dan at dansfish.com, um, and I will get that uh, to you. So real quick, we're going to do a new hashtag for this so that we don't get in a situation where we're trying to draw and people have already left. So I'm going to call this, um, hashtag stick around, hashtag S T I C K A R O U N D hashtag stick around. Okay. That's our new hashtag for a $300 gift certificate provided again by Alexander Engelhart. Thank you, Alexander, for the add-on. That was most unexpected and super fun. <laughs> this is awesome. All right. While we're waiting for people to do that, and people are doing that, um, then Michelle, Michelle Kinsey, thank you so much for the super chat. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you left a comment, Michelle, besides the nope sticker, I can't see it. It won't let me scroll down far enough. So I apologize if you did. All right. I'll give people a, another minute here to roll in. Still a good number of people here. All right. Just giving people a, a chance to get here and enter the hashtag before we draw for $300. Not bad. Hashtag stick around. Hey, people are spelling it right, it looks like. Good. Yeah, everyone, it's hashtag S-T-I-C-K-A-R-O-U-N-D. Uh, the moderators aren't going to be able to, you know, make sure everyone's entering it correctly. So if you did it wrong, I'm sorry. They're, they're not going to be able to call everyone out. Um, and, and fix it for you. So you're on your own on this one, but here we go. A couple people still coming in. <clears throat> Spelling is hard. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite TV moments ever was from the office when Kevin, the accountant was trying to figure something out. I, I believe is how it went. But anyway, another member of the office was talking to him about and he looks at her and goes like yeah math is hard <laughs> like the accountant struggled with math <laughs> that's what you want in an accountant <laughs> all right i think we're about there i'm going to give it a couple more seconds here and then we're going to go ahead and draw for the second one for the stick arounders <laughs> alex alexander i sorry Alexander, thank you so much. I just read Alex Aggie's entrance, so that's why I called you Alex. All right. Okay, I think we're there. No, they're still they're still rolling in. Okay, we're gonna call it good. So the winner of a three hundred dollar gift certificate to dancefish.com provided. Once again, by Alexander Engelhart. 
Alexander, thanks. This is amazing. Is <laughs> Eric Wyrock steak abound? <laughs> anyway, the winner is, oh, I got to share this. Sherry B. Sherry B, you have won. Congratulations. You have two minutes to let us know that you're here. Um, and then we will, well, unless, unless another surprise happens, we will be done. All right, Sherry, congrats. Supreme Gecko, wishing you a very Merry Christmas. You too, Supreme Gecko, and everyone else here. Thanks for being here, and happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everybody. And let's see here. Chat's moving, so I can't really... I don't think Sherry's answered yet. I'm sure Sherry will, because if you put in the new super... Uh, the new uh, hashtag, you're, you're probably sticking around long enough to, to see who won, right? <laughs> there it is. Holy smokes, I'm here. Thank you, Sherry B., Congratulations. Thanks again, Alexander. Um, Merry Christmas to everyone. Alexander, thank you for making it such a fun Christmassy episode. That was cool. Um, and everyone that left a super chat, thanks again. We're not going to go through all the thank yous again, but Sherry, just send me an email, dan at dansfish.com, and I will get that super chat, I'm sorry, that gift certificate out to you. All right. What an amazing night. Um, thanks for supporting me everyone that left a super chat and Alexander, thank you for making this whole thing uh, happen. And uh, with that, I think we're going to just say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. We'll see you same bat time, same bat channel next week on Wednesday. Till then, have a great holiday, everyone. Bye bye.